Welcome to Epitaph The Others, a special bonus series exclusively for our Patreon subscribers. In The Others, we will explore stories that fit with the season's theme, but that, for whatever reason, we couldn't quite get into the main series. In some episodes, The Others will add more detail to one of the stories that we covered in our main series. Some will tell the stories of investigations that we consider unresolved, where we couldn't quite find conclusive parallels between legend and real life. And some will tell the stories that we feel we were somehow able to debunk. This is a companion series to Epitaph, and a thank you to those of you who keep Epitaph going. I'm Jason, and this is Epitaph, The Others. In Japan, it's said that the taxis of Tokyo are more haunted than their hearses. Every cab driver can tell a tale of a passenger who got in and then disappeared. A face of a woman or child caught in the rearview mirror when no one was there and this driver was no different. His experience had happened on a rainy night in late autumn. A girl near the Aoyama Cemetery stood at the curb, soaked to the bone. He didn't get a good look at her face when she got into the cab, but she gave an address some distance away. So he turned on the meter and pulled away from the curb. She didn't talk much, and a good cab driver knows better than to make small talk when picking someone up from a cemetery. Many people simply don't feel like chatting after visiting a recently deceased relative or friend. He pulled up to the address she'd given, but rather than getting out, she asked if he could just wait there a bit. She stared out the window, watching someone in an apartment on the second floor. A solitary figure was moving around the apartment, he could see. It was a man, he thought, but with the rain it was hard to tell for certain. After a few minutes of silence, she asked to be taken to a different address, one closer to the Aoyama Cemetery. He nodded and pulled back out into traffic, leaving her to her thoughts. The address was for a modern house in a good neighborhood. The cabbie shut off the meter and turned around to collect his fare, only to find the back seat empty, a puddle where the girl had been sitting just moments before. He was startled by a sharp tapping on his window. He rolled down the window, and when he did, a man handed him his fare. Exact change. The girl you brought here was my daughter, the man explained. She died in a traffic accident and is buried in the Aoyama Cemetery. From time to time, she hails a cab and, after visiting her old boyfriend's apartment, asks to be brought home. The father thanked the driver for his time and sent him on his way. Another version similar to this, one in which the fare was picked up in front of a hospital, was discovered by Japanese folklorist Kano Ensuke. That event took place in 1950 and was reported in the Yamiuri Shimbun by Ishihari Shintaro, whose friend claimed to have ridden in the taxi just after the Phantom Fare was dropped off and had heard the story directly from the still-puzzled driver. As we spend this season exploring the lore of vanishing hitchhikers, this Japanese story is a variation on a similar theme, but some stories can't be explained away simply as an urban legend. Early in the summer of 2011, a young woman wearing a coat climbed into a cab near Ishinomaki Station in Japan. The woman asked the taxi driver to be taken to her home in Minimahama. The driver, a man in his 50s, knew the area, but he also knew that it had been recently devastated by the tsunami just a few months earlier. He said, That area is almost empty. Is it okay? Then the woman in a shivering voice asked, Have I died? Surprised at the question, the driver turned around to look at the rear seat, but no one was there. A young man in his 20s got into a different taxi. When the driver asked for his destination, he pointed toward the front and said, Hiyoriyama, which means the mountains. When the driver reached the destination, though, the passenger was gone. 
These stories, and five others just like them, came from taxi drivers in Ishinomaki, collected by a sociology student named Yuka Kudo. She had gone there every week to collect stories for her thesis, talking to cab drivers while they were waiting for their fares. Her question was simply, did you have any unusual experiences after the tsunami? Many of the drivers simply ignored her. Others became angry. But seven of them shared the sort of mysterious encounters that we've come to know as vanishing hitchhikers. Their experiences couldn't be easily dismissed as illusions or hallucinations or even some sort of hypnagogic state due to driving late at night. Because when these passengers climbed into their taxis, the drivers all started their meters. These passengers were counted as riders, and in some cases, the drivers were forced to pay for their fares. Some of the drivers had jotted down the experiences in their logs. One was able to produce his report, which showed the unpaid fare. But despite their experiences, the drivers didn't seem to be afraid of their phantom passengers. Rather, they held them in reverence. It's not strange to see a ghost here, another driver told her. If I see a ghost again, I will accept it as my passenger. What Kudo learned was that, because they were exposed daily to the sorrow of the residents where so many people had lost their lives, the taxi drivers felt the encounters were important experiences. Kudo came from an area, the Akita Prefecture, that hadn't been struck by the tsunami. To her, the victims had just been thousands of people who had died in the disaster. Nameless. Faceless. A magnitude of death so great that it had, in effect, erased the humanity of its victims even as it erased their lives. Through the interviews, she said, I learned that the death of each victim carries importance, and I want to convey that to other people. But for Kudo, the stories... But for Kudo, the stories reminded her that the victims were real people. And in many ways, that's our mission here too. To remember that, even though we may not all be memorialized with a ghost story, that each of us have faces, names, and lives that have intrinsic value. I'm your host, Jason. Thanks for listening.